0: Back to the podcast beloved this is indeed your brother big vj check it in today's conversation we're going to read a book well not the whole book we're just going to read a page out of a book and we're going to have a conversation about that it almost um piggybacks on an earlier conversation that we had this week it was heavily biblical in which we were talking about Black genocide and black families and black societies and black culture being destroyed by Semitics, and we celebrate it. Right? One of the primary reasons of why we celebrate it is not so much of the information, it's how the information was brought to us. It's not so much about what we read and how much we read. Is how somebody give you the frame first, so you kind of reading some based on the frame, and then when you just you take that frame away because there's really no frame, and we just read it how it really is, your eyes start to become a little bit more open than it was before, right? Um, with the piece that we're going to read out of this book, we're going to talk about Americans. The indigenous Americans. The aboriginal Americans. We're going to talk about you. And then we're going to talk about the mind. Because all is the mind beloved. So. Who are you? Who are you beloved? Not only are we going to talk about who are you. Who do men say you are? Right. So. We made a bold claim beloved. Because we said you know. You're a Hamite beloved. I know you don't call yourself that. And it's cool I get it. But the world is calling you a Hamite. So what we put on the table is this. If you go to any society. And a society head. Or president. Or king. Or emperor. Or Whatever if he believes in judaism or christianity or islam the negro is going to be at the bottom the black folks going to be at the bottom um the african americans is going to be at the bottom (laughs) whatever name you call yourself colored whatever you're going to be at the bottom because it's designed like that it comes out of their mentality but where did they get this mentality from We put on the table that it is a concept that come from Semitics that come with their line. And it's a story about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, the most interesting thing about that is our people are very, very familiar with those those names, those characters, those men. Right. So much so that on any given Sunday or in the middle of a week any given revival you would see our people shouting dancing right just a little might, might drip out of their mouth they might get just a little slide come out the mouth and they jump around you know i remember there's a town a time my people would jump around so much you had to put the sheet over when they lay down right <laughs> You
1: know.
0: Because our people get full of emotionalism. And they're very excited when they hear the story about the Israelites or the Semitics being victorious over the blacks who they don't really know are blacks. Because the people that are talking to them are giving them a story and parables and mythology form. Right, they're giving it to them an allegory. They're not rationalizing. And then when you come here, we put the race on the allegory to help you further open your eyes, where you can't do nothing but see it. So then we ask you something like this: We say, beloved, what is the difference between Joshua and Christopher Columbus? What's the difference? We wait for an answer. What is the difference between Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? and george washington john adams and thomas jefferson like what is the difference like what's the difference hezekiah and andrew jackson what's the difference i can tell you what the difference is one of them you just get taught right out of a book straight up this is what it is and the other ones you kind of get taught you get taught out of a book but the organ is playing a little bit it's well, playing a lot. The drums is playing a little bit. Well, the drums is playing a lot. And then it's a lot of more emotionalism going on and you just you don't know but Well, Joshua and Christopher Columbus is almost the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um the only difference may be Joshua was a little bit stronger. He was a little bit better at uh invading the lands a little bit more than Christopher Columbus. He just Took a little bit of, you know, he did. He was the might wasn't as strong. Joshua was a little bit more stronger and strength than Christopher was, right? So, we're gonna talk about that today. But we're gonna go back and open the floor up with this question because I'm gonna show our people what is the importance of knowing who people say that you are because you're on the world stage, right? And the reason why I give these Abrahamic religions is because. See, in them all, the ham character is free game. If they see you, the green light is on you. They can take whatever they got from you. are the savage. You're the heathen. You're the, I don't know, false god worshiper. You're the idol worshiper. You're the idolater. you Whatever they say that you are, that's what you become right before they rob and kill you and take your land and the gold and all the precious commodities that come with it that's what they put on you because it's a go that's the label they put on you first it's dangerous to be a hemite that's why it's dangerous to be you you know the black male image is under is under siege yeah it, it's been under siege since you've been a hemite <laughs> you're in deep trouble because you're a hemite beloved you're in deep trouble now i know you didn't call yourself this we're gonna pull the script and we're gonna read we're gonna show and prove this is what happened when the world called you this you're in the big trouble so i gotta ask you beloved was to you who was is abraham isaac and jacob what is the first thing that come to your mind when you hear abraham isaac and jacob what comes to your mind first what comes to your mind first when you hear moses or moshe or Moses? what comes to your mind first Right when you hear Joshua, when you think about the judges of Israel, right? Even Samson, Samson was a judge, you know what I'm saying, and Saul, and David, and Solomon, and Elijah, and Elisha, and Hezekiah. What comes to your mind first? When you hear these names of these characters, what comes to your mind first? Do you see them as invaders? Do you see them as conquerors? Do you see them moving militarily? Because it's a way imaging is so powerful. You know, they show you a character of Abraham, he got a staff in his hand, he got these long robes. They show you Moshe or Moses or Moses, he got this staff, he got these long robes. You don't see them as like no military people. You don't like, that's not really invaders. That's not raiders. Well, how do you see them as then? All of those names of the people I just gave you, they're fighting, they're battling, they're killing in a land and over a land, it's not even theirs. So, what do you call the people that do that? That fight, kill, and battle over a land and in a land that is not theirs. What do you call those kind of people? Because you got to remember, anytime you read a biblical character to me, especially in the first covenant or the Old Testament, that's not their land. What character you give me, I don't, well, you can give me one of the New Testament too, it don't really matter. When you start reading characters out, the first thing I think about, well, that's not their land it's not their father's land it's not their mother's land they're from iraq their father's line their mother's line come from iraq they don't come from over there they should go home how come i think that and you don't think that i know why you don't think that because this is way pork chop give it up he's not giving you a structure you don't have that structure this is why you shout over this kind of information you shout david killed tens of thousands hey ah, ah, and they hit the music <coughs> <coughs> and you just like and then somebody start. hey he killed tens of thousands of what he killed tens of thousands of what did you ask poor Shop that <laughs> did you ask Deacon dope boy that he killed tens of thousands of what saw killed thousands of who they're not killing thousand people in their defending their land. It's not like it's a, a book of strategy where people, you know, they're just on the defensive and they're just no, no, no. No, you're on the you're on the defensive. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the offensive. <laughs> they're coming to take the land, and you're cheering them on that they win. You know, it's interesting how somebody can give you a story, some of the battles they win, some of the battles that they lose. And you're just rooting for the invaders But you don't know the invaders Now Here's what thing is interesting about that See that Semitic game is taken around The world This is the part that you do not know And I gotta let you end on This is not just some game that happened thousands of years ago And it's just it's some story re- No 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 This is in there cause all is the mind And this whole world is a stage now And there's characters in this play. Who who wrote your character? Did you write your own character? Did you write your own script? Black man, black woman. I'm talking to you. Did you write your own character? Your own script? Who's writing your character? Who's writing your script for you? Because they're calling you a Hamite. And a Philistine. And a Canaanite. And something comes with that. This, uh you know what we may read as allegory that you can racialize it and get your eyes a little bit more open this game is being played all around the world all in africa all in south africa all in the asian world all in the wilderness of north america all in the islands of america and we're going to talk about that today right we're going to talk about that today this is why abraham isaac and jacob is so important because the promise Came with them. See, the deity made the pact with Abraham first, or Abram first. Abram wasn't even interested in going to Canaan or taking over Canaan. It was the deity named El Shaddai, which is really Yahweh. Yahweh visited Abram, but Abram didn't know this deity as Yahweh. He knew the deity as El Shaddai. Right? This is from Exodus 6. He didn't know him as Yahweh just yet. So the pact was made with Abram right then it was passed down to his son Isaac and it was Jacob and they had to make sure to state to the plan that the land of Canaan will one day be theirs so you can't marry none of these Canaanite women don't marry none of these black women because I don't want you to be mixed up in your thinking because you associated yourself with these folks don't be like Ishmael don't go get no black wives right don't do like that don't do like Esau and don't go get no black mm-hmm. wives you stay in the semitic line moses got a black white we're gonna have to kind of but moses was so impactful because he delivered the law which was the contract in the middle of the desert between the deity of yahweh he marrying the people up between the deity of yahweh and the israelites and they're putting it all together in the desert where they have absolutely nothing now they have gold but they got no land now when they go into these land of the hamites and the canaanites the folks got so much gold they can buy them they can start buying land they can go to the government and make a deal because they had so much gold coming out of slavery right they had so much gold that they was able to make an ark of the covenant uh, pardon me the ark of the covenant they was able to make a golden calf so they just sitting in the, in the desert with a bunch of gold but i know you like to connect with them about your plight in slavery and you come out where's your goal you see your forefathers didn't come out with no gold that they could just make up gold stuff in the middle of the woods but theirs was so that's an interesting slavery but maybe that's a different story for a different day they could have just went to the Canaanites and said hey man for this piece of gold we want this amount of land no it didn't happen like that they came with swords beloved they came as invaders because it was promised to them by their deity now I'm going to show you how something can happen so many moons ago if it, if it did happen because sometimes we get into this it's almost kind of hard to connect history with biblical tales but it's i'm going to show you the mind frame of the semitics and the european which is the j fights and how they look at you and your people let's take a look at the book the mindset along with the lore of the new world's abundant resources help euro-american christians read joshua as a freedom narrative that went beyond purely religious terms what does joshua mean to you black folks what does joshua mean to you what does jericho mean to you maybe i should ask you that the oldest city recorded on the entire planet earth in the east was a city named jericho take a guess Take a guess who founded the city and had the city first Take a guess Now take a guess who got it now The Semitics got it now In fact The Semitics over there fighting over your land right now They got a conflict over the land that you once had And they push you out That you put the music on And you shout and dance and over You just so happy that the Semitics push you out your spot It was applied fully to political, economic, and cultural goals. While a simple, or pardon me, while a single example cannot represent the complexity of Spanish thought and debate, a Spanish official's argument to King Philip II in 1557, seeking to justify plans for colonizing Florida, illustrate how these ideas combined to make conquest into freedom. Let's stop. 1557 so this is what the writer is saying before he go to the debate right that happened in 1557 these folks in europe was reading the book they was reading about the story of abraham isaac and jacob and that gave them their worldview because that led to or that stemmed from i should say the ham Shem, and japheth story so they knew that ham had the green light on him and all of his children it's the green light mean that they're gonna have to uh come off what they got you beloved in the wilderness of North America you're a hamite the Africans are a Hamite that's what Afro mean right this is why they were calling so many indigenous American tribes Hamites and Canaanites and all they was putting these labels on them because they had the same paint job as you because you are them right let, let me just stop and say this let me stop and say this <laughs> You know, the Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob story is so important because you're talking about three generations of people that live among black folks and they played nice. In their hearts, they were saying, we're going to take the land one day. It's going to be ours. We're going to get our numbers up and we're going to do what we got to do. But this is going to be ours. Just think about that. Don't you know that the European came to the Americas, he played the same game. Because this is in their mind, all is minded. So in their mind, they're J-fights, they're Semitics, and you are ham. You were over all the commodities and riches of the Americas. That's why when you look at the pictograms and the photos and the drawing of how they made you here in the Americas, you were over the tobacco. You was over the corn right you you were the face of the sugar cane you were the face of the cotton you didn't have to beg to be on no dollar they put you on the dollar they showed that you and them as europeans was in contract and then you fall off from being the face of america and then the mongolian looking guy he steps in the front and you become the african you don't even know that that term African was code for Canaanite, for Amorite, for Jubasite, for Hamite. You didn't you don't know the coding of the word because you didn't have no book. You wasn't religious. He called you savage. Nonetheless, how could you be a savage when you look around at the black indigenous people around the planet? You take a pick. I do not care. You didn't even wear clothes. You didn't even have no clothes on. You couldn't even look at a picture of your people, three, four hundred deep, naked, and you couldn't see the purity in that. You didn't see the divinity in that. Listen, you walking around, grown men, grown women, and children, everybody naked. There's no pedophiles. There's no rapes. When your people had the land, there was no juvenile, dissenters, uh, juvenile detention centers, I should say. There were no prisons. You know, there were no psych wards. There were no cancer units just didn't happen and never happened and you've been living for thousands of years he he comes along right the Arab and the European and they got a religion they got clothes on now these are the pure people they can't be around them their minds are so corrupted they can't be listen the Arab got to put from the top of her he had to. he got sheets all on his one to keep his mind together so the European not you you didn't even have to do that Cause you, by nature, you had a freedom, justice, and equality. You don't have it no more. Cause you just like your master now. You just like the European. You just like him now. And I don't blame you for it because he immersed you. He baptized you into his culture of knuckle draggingness. He baptized you in that culture of wickedness. He submerged you in it. Everything when you open up your eyes from the the day of the week name that the European the month of the year name that is some European some Roman Greek deity somewhere you look all in the sky in the heavens you come out on your front porch you look all in his heavens and he named everything in the sky after him more Roman and Greek deities than the name of the street that you live on beloved from your house to going to work you passing streets after street after streets that's named after devils Of course you're not going to have your own mind. He named you after him. No, you ain't going to have your own mind. But he went in the book and colonized you. Somehow, he read the story of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and picked up something totally different than the one that you picked up on. See, that's what kind of happened when you just read a book and you ain't got nobody hollering and screaming and hooping. Of the devil killing, if you're tired of the devil destroying your life,
1: you must order the personal pack packers, and you got to order it right. And get ready for supernatural miracles to take
0: place yeah, in mid-point. your home and your life. The God Hallelujah. Hallelujah. is causing those powers to be destroyed book and you ain't got nobody hollering and screaming and hooping you know with deacon Doughboy collecting the tithing and the money when it when the organ ain't playing and somebody just giving straight talk you see what it is this is why the clan or the invisible empire read the same book that you reading and put a cross in front of your yard and burnt it because he figured out what he's the hemite but they always knew from 1557 they knew you were the hemite and you didn't even know it because you had no religion, because you didn't need no religion. You didn't come, you didn't become wicked to add your inner your intermingling in with him. So I made a bold claim. I made that bold claim. That's a proclamation, brother. I said, Hey man, if that government is led by some Judaism or some Islam or some Christianity, brother, you're going to the bottom. Sis, you going to the bottom of that thing. Cause I know how they got that thing worked out. Is not in their mind? You done have my. You finna talk this water and hew this water around around here it's you if they're going if they're coming to your shores if you don't have that religion they're gonna bring it to you that's what that's converting that's what converting means they finna take what's yours and convert and give you what's theirs now you're so wicked you're just like them your women can't walk around naked no more your women, your babies, your sons and daughters—they can't walk around naked no more. Cause your mind is just like your oppressor's mind is. It's just like your master's mind is now. You think like him. Cause you didn't see—you couldn't see the purity in you. Spanish officials' argument to King Philip II in 1557, seeking to justify plans for colonizing Florida, illustrate how these ideas combine to make conquests. Into freedom. I had to blow this up. I want to make sure y'all can see this here. You see it good? It is lawful that your majesty, like a good shepherd appointed by the hand of the eternal Father, should tend and lead out your sheep, since the Holy Spirit has shown spreading pastures whereon are feeding lost sheep which have been snatched away by the dragon, the demon. These pastures are the new world. Wherein is comprised Florida now in possession of the demon? And here he takes himself adored and revered. Let's stop at that. When they came to Florida and they seen the original people, you were what? You were adored and revered by each other. Y'all loved each other here. He seen the love in your possessions and your crops and your fields. And he said to his leadership, them folks ain't nothing but devils. Think about that, cook on that, beloved. See, when I give it to you, when the Spanish do it, you can see the wickedness. But when I say, "Well, Joshua kind of did this," you finish tap dance. <laughs> you' going play politics. Hey, what did David do? Look, these folk name. You don't even know the names of the cities that was in his land before them folk came. They named all the cities over. That's the same thing. You don't know that that city over there they called Zion was named Juba's. it's the city of David now nah. they named it he renamed it when he got over there this is the land of promise they're talking about the Americas Florida in particular but I can't say Florida because I want to throw nobody off because that whole it's like the almost the whole southeast portion of the territory that we call the United States all oh, that was Florida at one day now, I want to see that one little piece that come over all this stuff was named Florida right so this is what they call in Florida right coming all the way down to the islands this is the land of promise possessed by idolatrous the Amorite uh oh that's you the Amalekite the Mobite the Canaanite this is the land promised by the eternal Father to the faithful since we are commanded by God in the holy scriptures to take it from them being idolatrous and by reason of the idolatry and sin to put them all to the knife, leaving no living thing save maidens and children. Their cities robbed and sacked, their walls and houses leveled to the earth. Let's stop. The cities are walled and stacked. What cities was in this country? You didn't know they had any. This supposed to have been a big old field. They just grass all over the place. No community, no culture, no communion between you and another person, no arts. No economic system, no nothing. The devil just had to come and just straighten up everybody, right? That's he just came and just enlightened everybody and showed them how to do business and everything, huh? Where your cities at now? They arrived and sat. The houses that you had was knocked to the ground. But you're the demon. You see how that go? you're you're the demon. That's that when they start saying about how great your sin is, that's cold. For they finna come in and take what you got as original people on the planet. This what this is the verbiage that comes out first. But the green light is on you, beloved. See, this is why I tell our people, on people, beloved. You a You better know what that means, <laughs> beloved. You better know what that means quick. It's cool to know who you really are. But I know you don't know who you are now. You've been robbed of that too. You don't you don't know your nationality, you don't know. Whatever he tell you you is, you is. He pick a new name for you. You probably get a next name in another couple of years or so, and he keeps switching up the names and confusion follow this guy. But it's interesting that if I just come out and we have a conversation, I say, Well, look what the Spanish guys did you instinctively sit right into the seat of righteousness and you say man you know what these folks is this this and that and I can point out other other folks other characters that did similar if not worse than that and you just your mind that just shows you the power of religion it shows you the power of religion beloved your people used to walk around naked You can't see no righteousness in that? You can't see You can't see the divinity in that? No jails were here beloved They didn't come to this land And find a bunch of jails around here Now how many of your people in jail now? Underneath his jurisdiction for less than 400 years It's over a million of you guys in jail right now In less than 400 years of his jurisdiction But you've been here thousands of years And there was no jail then Huh? Heart disease leading in diabetes. Does this jurisdiction work for you? Does this is religion work for you. You know, anytime I hear anything about the Quran or somebody's reading out the biblical text, I can connect many a times the character with who they was having the conflict with you know what i'm saying when i hear joshua in, i know he's working the groundwork i said okay he was the one that went in he was doing the groundwork if you look at an old map of canaan you know the the cities inside of canaan was named after the sons of canaan and then you could immediately see them switch with the the land of Canaan. And then you see the 12 tribes of Israel, how they redivided up those folks' land. You could just see it now. They changed the whole land mass all the way around. When I think about the judges, because uh, like we talked about earlier, you know, Samson was a judge, but I see the conflict. Okay, he was beefing hard with the Philistines. And then Saul killed thousands, David killed tens of thousands, then you got Solomon, right? You know. Had his foot on the Jubasites next. He's coming from what his pops his pops was doing because his pops sacked the city and took it. So son just keep them folk underneath his foot. Then you got Elijah and Elisha. Then you got Hezekiah who He wanted some pasture land or something for his sheep or something, some of his cattle or something. And he needed more room. And he seen the Hamites. And the books say they were old and they were peaceable. But it didn't matter Hezekiah slayed them utterly To have more room for his animals And we celebrate that Every Sunday we celebrate it Now I know the people That wrote the book and Now I know they are looking at you like I know they looking at you like I know it I know it I know it. Yo, you can tell now. How come? When, how come? Listen. How come? When we start talking about Andrew Jackson and the Trail of Tears, how come the organ you you don't play the organ and y'all start shouting in? <laughs> when he made original people go west. How come you don't shout when you start talking about Andrew Jackson? How come the shouting? How come we don't we don't get a servant name? You know we don't preach. <laughs> how come we don't do that? We talk about Andrew you put the folks off their land and send them somewhere else how come we don't do that you don't get no shout for quincy adams huh <laughs> george Washington don't get no shouting <laughs> up abraham do <laughs> he do <laughs> but he do <laughs> all is the mind beloved all is the mind Look, folks, way from Spain. Now listen, they reading the same text that you reading. They looking at it and saying, hmm, they, <laughs> the green light went on. Look, they reading that and they went to the leadership and they was arguing over. We gotta, they wanted Florida. They took Florida. We know they end up taking Florida. But they went to their majesty and said, This belonged to us, because they seen them folks with that same paint job that you got. <laughs> Hey, Christopher Columbus went to the islands. He said he went back to the leadership. Said, Well, I could take that place over with 50 men. Look how righteous the people were. You sitting around, you just green, you got gold and diamonds all on. <laughs> you got pearls all over the place with no jails. You just a trusting people, you just a gullible people. They just but well, you finna learn them. Folk ain't like you. Uh, when you read in the Genesis right in the beginning of the Genesis, and moses is accredited for writing the book right and uh he's given a location but not the location of the garden of eden because nobody found that place since you know everybody been around the world 30 times nobody found it so uh he's given is the location that he was given he talked about a river that runs through i think it runs through or ethiopia or something And then Moses made the statement, he said, whether gold is good. (laughs) And you didn't catch that. Whether gold is good down there, brother. The gold is good down there, sister. What is good gold? Well, they got the fake gold up. The Semitics had the fake gold or something. But they knew them folks with this water run out here down in Africa. Well, this gold is good down there. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Since then, they've been nine in the get it too. <laughs> peace and black power to your family. I'ma leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that, beloved. The target is on your back. You can't do nothing but keep your family together. But all is the mind and the universe is mental. Who do men say that you are? Who do men say that you are? You gotta know what you up against. This is the importance of check it out. This is this was the importance of separating. This is the this is the because once you understand how they think, how the Arabs or the Semitics think, but look how big the Semitic world is, right? What you know is Israel today, from Israel to China, all that is those are Semitic people. That's what they call Semitics, they Asians. That's that's another name, they're Asians. That's the three groups, the Africans, the Asians, and the Europeans, right? So Japheth, because this is the three sons of Ham, this is how they got it. This is the uh, POV of the worldview. Everybody that came from Europe is the son of Japheth, right? Everybody that came from uh, Asia is the son of Shem, and Africa is the son of Ham. When you look at Genesis 10, that's called the table of nations, right? So let's just say this. Sometimes you'll notice that biblical history doesn't necessarily tie in with world history it's like two different things you know what i mean but the flood story allows all humans to kind of start at the same time all humans all races that that ark it in, in turkey part of me so you start to see ham move south shem kind of stay put for part of me he stay put let me get a sip of this coffee hold on shem excuse me y'all shem stayed put and he went west and then J F he um he stayed right there in the mountains and he went to europe genesis 10 table of nations you see right off the back from their descendants it was like 70 nations total i think J F had like 14 and then because of course the children became nations and then ham had 30 right off the back coming right off the ark boom he was 30 deep 30 nations right off the back and then sham had like 24. you were seeing that population wise ham was reproducing he was more fertile than the rest of his brothers and sisters his line was meaning out of 30 nations he was moving to territories in the earth before the rest of his two brothers was his descendants was they were getting places that other people wouldn't get this is why that was a way that you can put in an allegory that when you put most of we talking about planet earth when you get to a land it's black people already that's there so they're laboring the black so their way of having a good conscience before they take it is that well these are ham children you can see they're marked with the skin this is the black skin you're marked you're the hamite, which means we got the right to take it from you you don't see life like that but this is why when it comes to the aboriginal australians you're the target when they go to places in africa you're the target when they came to the americas south america all in brazil to the islands to north america you're the target because they see the paint job and that's the green light you don't know you're the green light you don't know it because when it was time for your leadership to teach you and to warn you that you're going to be a green light he didn't he put the organ on you know what i'm saying he gave gave you a message you know what i'm saying he started hollering on that microphone right and you just <laughs> he was hooping and hollering and you were so electrified because he was telling you about the new house you're going to get and the new car you're going to get and the new job you're going to get and your husband is on the way. He's telling you this every week. And he never warns you and say, listen, this is who they got. You have to be careful on these people. We may have to separate. He's not telling you like that. You got to separate because you get around them. They're going to put you at the bottom. You can't be around them. The, the people that loved you the most always said you have to separate from them he's seen what they had Listen, he's seen what they had cracking he peeped the religious hustle the minute you join in the religion you almost end up like serving them almost brother don't you know the black Christian is at the bottom of the white Christian the white Christian really running the show the Jewish Christian or, or Jude, Judeo Christian whatever they got the, Jew, the real Jews is running the black Jews Oh, let me say it. the white the, the Ashkenazis, they're running the black jews black jews don't run anything the white christians is running the black christians the white muslims the pale as we say the pale arabs the pale muslims is running the black muslims the darkies don't run nothing nowhere so the elders that got amongst you that was till you to separate from them because they knew what was going to come with the hustle because they had it in the book going back to the if you look at the uh ancient pictograms and what they drew on the stone when you start seeing black land you start seeing uh the image of the black man and wife or the black man and his mom or you see the black man he'd be pointing at the sun so when the Semitics came and the uh the europeans came they would come into the land and you always see the black man he point at the sun or something he hold the sun as the highest because what they would corrupt that and tell you that oh you know black folks was sun worshipers and these people no no there wasn't sun nobody worshiped the sun that was a way to keep foreign religions out because if you say okay the sun is the most strongest powerful energy in this land we don't need nothing if you if i can convince all my people that the sun is the energy that we need to grow the crops and this and that that will stop them from following a foreign religion because the foreign religion don't have no sun There's no sun. Judaism don't give you no sun, beloved. There's no S-U-N that come with Judaism. There's no S-U-N that come with Christianity. There's no S-U-N that come with Islam. Human beings need the sun in the sky. If the leader and the king say, this is the only energy that we let radiate down on the people, no foreigners can bring their gods into you. Because those kings knew it's a switcheroo game that come with the religion. That's why... um, There was an African scholar that said, we had the land. The European had the book. They taught us how to pray. He said, when we woke up, he had the land and we had the book. That's why they had the sun up. And you can see those great men of renown, of strength. They had the sun disk in the back. We don't need no religion over here. We just got the sun. We're cool. Because you can't bring us no other. There's no other power you can bring us if the sun is in the sky what can somebody bring you what religion they gonna bring you brother that's gonna be more powerful than the sun i mean just keep it a hundred they can't bring you nothing religion don't bring no sun you don't get no new sun no new light because you change religion you don't get nothing but you get a new culture this is what you end up getting you get a new culture that end up serving the culture that brought it to you and then you become their slave that was the whole thing about pointing to the sun that you never got that they would make you ashamed of today but that's okay (laughs) because you run around proud proudly I should say serving them and we'll leave it at that peace and black pond to you, family Oh man, beloved! We thank you guys so much for listening. We need a new name, ain't that right? <laughs> the hair thing think working out for us. We need to renegotiate. <laughs> Until next time, beloved. This is indeed Real Black Content to the Spawn Podcast. Beloved, I'm your brother V. Man, I'm gonna get it with you guys later. Peace.